Hey guys, hey loves. Why is life so hard? Welcome back to Zindagi Ki Azadi and I am Abhirami Dilip. Not Afirami or Abhirami, it's Abhirami Dilip. Interesting thing that I found out is a phrase, the death of the author and birth of the reader. Quote, literature is that muter, that composite, that oblique into which every subject escapes, the trap where all identity is lost, beginning with the very identity of the body that writes. Unquote Roland Barthes in his book The Death of the Order. Here, a writer writes his art or expresses his spontaneous overflow of emotions through his writings. But, once it gets to the hands of his reader, the author's emotions are no longer associated with the text. Then it is a birth of the reader. It becomes a spontaneous interpretation of the reader's emotions. It can be interpreted in connection to the podcast too. Once the podcast reaches the listeners, then it becomes your interpretation. No need of asking who it is about or why is it about. Just enjoy the listening experience by connecting with it and interpreting it in your own life. I've decided or I was thinking about that from this podcast, you'll be hearing an interesting fact or other things after my introduction and that will be different from the podcast topic itself. More knowledge, more light and more life, right? So if you guys have anything to share too, let me know. We can make this work together. So, let's get back to the podcast. Why is life so hard? It is a question we ask often. In a day countless times people ask this question. But is life really hard? A moment shall be given for you to think. This was a question asked to me by one of my teacher back in college. We were discussing something and at that point I replied, life should be hard because if it is not, we won't learn and we won't get the experience which mold us, which make us who we are. If life is same, how boring it will be. I don't know whether it sounds stupid or not, life should be hard and I mean it. Because if life was not difficult, we would be the same people. Same people with no change from when we were born. Can I ask you a question? Why do you think life is hard? You get to decide what is hard and what is easy. Why do you state or feel that you have a difficult life? How do you define difficulty? If you start to see hard times as times which is important and similar to the test papers we write to know whether you learn something or not, we start to wish in life differently. See the so-called hard times, difficult times of your life as tests which you have to pass in order to move forward in life as well as to be ready to face new challenges. Test papers and examinations will be there as long as you educate yourself. Just like that, life keeps on testing you until you keep living. And when I thought about the time limit, there is time limit for tests, right? And there is time limit for life tests too, but it is hiding. It may seem as if you have enough time to finish the test, but you don't. Time flies. Just like Roberto once said, time flies. It's up to you to be the navigator. So navigate your time fruitfully. Take your time, but don't take too much.
Besides everything I said earlier, sometimes it's not easy for us to pass the test. It's important to keep in mind that as we move forward, new tests will be introduced and it won't be similar to the prior. Different strategies and methods should be implemented in order for us to jump over the obstacles ahead. I can say how much as I want. I can tell you to stay strong, pass the tests and everything. But the reality is, it's not that easy as it sounds. Let me tell you an incident happened in my life. For every podcast, I write my script, then I record it. This was really hard for me at the time I typed it as well as did the recording. The incident is, from my college, we had clinical visits. I was a psychology student. It was mandatory for us to go. We went there. We really enjoyed. And our last destination was a rehabilitation center where it was a residence for mentally ill people. Once I set foot in it, I was feeling kind of dizzy, negative. Suddenly, I wanted to go home and everything. Out of nowhere, I was called to engage the crowd. We sang together and many were cooperative. There were people who were not mentally fit. As a student studying psychology, it was my first experience. After the program, everyone was moving out to have tea and vada. I, along with my few classmates, stayed back to keep the chairs back in place. One old, tall guy who was an inmate came to me. He told the program was good and everything. No, I'll say it in dialogues. It's in Malayalam, but I recorded in English. Him. Program was really nice. I thank you. He gave me a handshake. For your information, most mentally ill people will be physically very strong. Just as people with no eyesight, their other senses will be more vigilant. Mentally ill people have stronger physique. So, coming back to our story. He gave me a handshake. And as I took my hand from him, he didn't leave my hand. He held it tight. I could feel his strength. I could feel his strong pull from his hand trying to make me move towards him. The other hand he swung at me. But with my other hand, I held his other hand down too. I called a classmate who was near me. And as he came, the inmate backed off. But after that incident, my fight or flight response became so active. I can't fight as he is an inmate. But I wanted to fly away from the situation. So I developed the courage as I saw him sitting on a chair in the middle of the hall staring into my soul. I panicked, but I planned. I was in between the people who were going out of the hall and to my friend the people so the friend part is covered and to my back the classmates were coming so that is also covered so as i was moving out i looked at him and he stood up and started to walk towards the other side so i hurried up but in between some lag happened as i was getting out through the door he slapped hard on my back and walked out i was shocked shook to the point that my breath stopped and i was not able to even speak or say anything I was catching breath for words, but crying overtook me and I was going to a really poor condition. I was crying so hard because it was my first experience of someone invading my privacy. I was in an excruciating pain. I could still feel his palm on the place that he struck. I felt violated. For whole trip back, I cried. 
only one person knew about it and he was a good soul he didn't tell anyone because I was not ready to share with anyone. There were people who assumed that I was overreacting because the inmate just held my hand. But hand or back, it doesn't matter. We should all take that into our minds. Different people came to talk to me, but I was broken and was not in a good condition. After I reached hostel, I called my mom, told everything. But surprisingly, she was highly supportive. She is a huge fan of Madhavi Kutti and that's why she gave the name Ami to me. She asked me whether I bathed. If not, when I bathe, the part where you feel intruded, put more soap there and wash, that's all. She really encouraged me and made me feel secure as I was alone in the hostel that day too. When I called my dad and told about the incident, he was very supportive. I thought he would go to the place, find the man and kill him, but for some good that didn't happen. So the support and help indeed was useful. But for the next two to three days, I was terrified. We had holidays too. I woke up in the middle of the sleep because in my dreams, I was getting the flashbacks and the powerful pull that he made. I wasn't feeling safe. I wasn't feeling secure. And after that, I feared old people. But after one week, I was able to regain myself back. I made myself clear that shit happens and you learn from it. Even so I feared going out or old men, I still did it because I only had me. No one would do anything for me rather than myself. So I had to get back on my feet. I even questioned my desire for psychology. Is it a field that suits me? I got clear answer for it after my internship. For internship, we again went to a hospital. Me and my friend Astu. It was an amazing experience for me because that's a place from where I regained my confidence and got the realization that psychology is a field I was born for. There are three sections there, female, male and addiction centers. And when we went to the male center first day, I had anxiety attacks. The anxiety was crippling over me. But from the next day, we didn't ever wanted to come back from the place. I really enjoyed my times there and I still miss it so much. It gave me confidence. It helped me to regain my true self. As I said before, for every podcast, I write my script, then I record it. This was really hard for me at the time I typed it, as well as did the recording. So, another realization is that, even though you move on or overcome the difficult situation, sometimes it can still feel hard. Sometimes it's very hard for you to relive those memories because it's not something you did expect in your life. But remember how powerful you are now and how well you handled it. If an incident like that happens again, the person will be dead. So, on the positive side, if I haven't received the experience, I won't know how to manage these situations. And now, I know. Some incidences can crumble you, cripple inside your brain and tear you down. But have the confidence you'll thrive, you'll survive from it. Climax of the story is that, when I reached back home, dad and mom were there. They eased my mind by mocking me with the incident and we went to sleep. In the middle of the night, my dad knocked on the door and he asked, Do you know the name or anything about the person who did it or anything? And I was sleepy. I asked, Who? He replied that the man who made you cry. I want to kill him. 
and the mall thought it no one will live i was waiting for this for so long not for him to kill him but for his words these words are so powerful it gives me some kind of power some way then i consoled him tried to make him realize that he is an inmate but i failed but somehow i managed to calm my dad down and go back to sleep knowing someone would take the life of another person because he loves you unconditionally and if another person hurt you especially when it's your dad it hits another level so along with all other experiences my life provided me with life tear me down with i became me the powerful me who loves hard times now i have a kind of bring it on energy and when you have that you'll start to view life differently even in the midst of storm when you have your bring it on energy it starts to feel different so what exactly is it the bring it on energy depicts you are confident in your challenge you start to have a distinct outlook towards life it's not something that can be explained but that's an emotion you should feel deep within overcome the obstacles or difficulties life put forward to you just like the quote when life gives you lemons squeeze it and make lemonade or hit anything or anyone with the lemons or interestingly you can splash the juice inside in one's eye so your choice enjoy the times life puts forward live your life it's my promise and i'm someone who won't break promises have you bring it on energy and face life challenges as guru satoru <laughs> I promise you you will start to see the difference. This doesn't mean that you will be strong at every facet life throws at you. No, it's not. But you will fall down. You won't see any light around you. You will feel like no helping hands are there for you. But always don't let go of your hope. For all the people who are out there who feel like they don't have hope, you have. It's an illusion which will take its time to be visible and strong in front of you. If you still find void in, inside you remember my words i have hope for you so that should bring your bring it on energy what you can do when you're facing hard times and how to regain your powerful self number 1 instead of asking why life is hard try to change why life shouldn't be hard Number 2 seek help very important and number 3 is support four is do what you fear when you do things that you're scared of the fearful content very off and number 5 important out of all make you first in your priority list i would say something helpful when it comes to self love or loving yourself see yourself as someone else you love unconditionally and care about the most you cannot stand seeing someone you love and care so much breaking down right so just as you built that person up do it for yourself give advices take yourself out do anything and everything that you do to make you happy you have to have in your mind the trust that you would go to any extent for yourself for your happiness your inner child should be confident within you should be able to trust you your inner child should be your first child and last but not the least have hope every great company every great brand every great career has been built in exactly the same way bit by bit step by step little by little there are no magic solutions to success so it won't happen overnight 
bit by bit, step by step, work on yourself. Work on the bring it on energy and you will see success at the end. You can reach me, share your thoughts as well as your feedbacks through my email ID zindagikiazadi04 at gmail.com or through my Instagram profile zindagi underscore ski underscore azadi. There is a link in my bio through which too you can share your thoughts, feedbacks and whatnot. So, always remember, the common and powerful solution to most of your problem is to love. Love yourself. And before ending this podcast, I would like to thank everyone who messaged me in person about my podcast and how well it connects with you and how well you enjoy it. Thank you so much because it motivates me and inspires me to do more. So, it's a very big deal for me. So, thank you so much and love you so, 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 so much.